0: Hello and welcome to the 361 Podcast, Season 9, Episode 6. My name's Ben Smith from Wireless
1: Worker. I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. And I'm Ray from the All About Sites. This week we get personal and talk about the devices and services we use. Ben's fallen in love with a tablet and I'm really liking a transformer.
2: And I haven't, so I went for a long walk. back chaps hello and welcome how are you doing i'm okay well yep good can i just say there's something that is seriously irritating me and it's um your new iphone 6 there um 6 plus 6 plus sorry has set off the irritation can i just say listeners he's got an iphone 6 plus with a is that a fake leather or real leather real leather he has got a real leather thing, and it's, um, what do you call these? Is it a case? Wallet case. A, a wallet case, right, that opens up that. I, I don't mind this, right, because I'm holding it with the, the wallet open and uh, on, on the back here. What really annoys me is when people put their credit cards, when there's a little pocket, there is a little credit card pocket inside, and how many credit cards do I have in there? Yeah, none. I'm do pleased know, to say. Right? Do you know
0: why I have no credit cards inside?
2: Right, because you're not an idiot. Yes, yes. Right. If you, well, I just don't think it should be allowed. I, I feel like ripping these off people's heads when they're um, walking around with their phone placid, yeah, you know, fixed to their, their handset with all the, with their head with all the um, credit cards on show. Really, really annoys me. Yeah. So it's a lovely idea, right? Having a, uh, your phone in a wallet with little credit cards. It looks stupid. When you are on the phone, though, I, uh, I I just
0: didn't do it because I didn't want my um I didn't want a bit of plastics uh, pressed up against the screen all the all the time yeah, you know, yeah, sort of yeah leaving yeah. a mark or whatever. So actually, I I still envy I forget what it was, Rafe, a few seasons ago, you showed us a case that had this really soft interior. So every time you put it in the case, it kind of cleaned the uh, it cleaned the phone screen. And yeah, I've not
1: microfiber yet... lining that was very nice. I've not
0: seen anything quite as good as that. So Rafe Blanford, when we're not talking about cleaning phone screens, uh, how are you? What's going on
2: with your life? is well, the woodland
1: it hasn't been quite as exciting as last time but uh, through the miracle of time travel I'll have been attending MWC so I'm sure I'll have been very excited by that.
0: What, can you enter can you, can you remember any of the things that you will have seen?
1: Uh, I would have seen the uh, new HTC and Samsung flagships, also some phones from LG. Mid-tier thing from Microsoft and a whole bunch of connected and smart home and living things. And the t- but the, the t- big thing will be Google ARIA with all the uh, modules coming out for that, for the build your own phone Fisher Price style. There we go.
0: Oh. And, and, and but yes, and, and by the time this, by the time this goes out, I will have enjoyed that episode that you recorded uh, in in at Mobile Congress probably or maybe doesn't. We're not sure yet. Very Excellent. much or not mm. at all. Well, I'm going on.
2: there for a day. Yep. And um, I'll walk you've around been there me. for a day. Oh. It's it's like watching Graham Norton, and watching these guests get it wrong. You know, tomorrow night, this morning, yesterday, yeah.
0: So, so we're, the 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 secret is out. This this episode's being recorded before my congress, and will be put out in a different order. Oh no, shooters! So okay. Anyways, mm. come on, high, high energy this week because um, we've after a, after a bit of a run of more um, serious topics. It's yes, time now to talk about the, the thing we know us. about best,
2: us. us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> us. Yeah, so I think we should revisit what we're doing and how we're using things, because it's been a little while. Um, now, now and again, um, I get emails from, and tweets from people saying, what phone is it you use at the moment, and what, what are you doing right now? Just to head this off at the pass, we are not
0: going to do an episode about what phone are you using.
2: No, but it, this is true, this is true. Okay. But we're talking about equipment that we use, services that we use, um, and lifestyle, mobile lifestyle, and so on, right?
0: Yeah, because uh, to be honest, the
2: the services I
0: use and the devices I try out are far more shaped by the recommendations you guys and my other friends, friends, people that I know,
2: connected individuals, connected individuals, to, to, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, give than than any kind of um, you know blogs by people I don't know or uh, you know media coverage and that kind of stuff. And I think it's such a a personal choice now, and there's such a range of devices it 's no longer a, a simple stats based comparison you know remember the good old days we used to choose a device based on yeah. you got ninety six percent exactly or it got ninety six percent or it's got fifteen hundred gigamegs, and you know that's that's the best because <laughs> the only other one's only got thirteen hundred gigamegs <laughs> you, you, you remember the old uh, the all about Symbian days right uh,
1: they were good when yeah. you know, silicon was the the thing
0: so first of all, we're going to quickly recap because. On 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 mobile devices, I well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. But I've had a I've had a bit of a uh, an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sorry to hear it. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I got a cream for that. It's cleared up. It's all right. Um, I think I believe in tablet uh, in tablets. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: But but we but, had a whole episode where. Oh, so you've uh-huh. changed your mind? I think I have changed my mind, and I
0: changed my mind. I think predominantly because of the iPhone six plus. So I because
2: ne- uh, I was about to say because Steve said it's all right now. Well,
0: I'm not sure that it's about Steve saying it's all right, but of Steve. The problem I think the problem I the problem I had and continue to continues to have a bit is that I it didn't have an apple sticker on it. Well, so the iPhone 6 plus does have, but well, I, obviously, I, right. I I didn't I didn't like the I didn't like the, inter- the I didn't like the early inter- uh phablets that Samsung mm. pioneered. The notes Mostly, mostly because of the Samsung software and the, mm. the clunky, uh, the clunky hardware, which wasn't to my taste. Although I accept other people like it. If you do, don't write in. I sorry, just accept we have different tastes. You're wrong. Uh, He's right. Exactly. But I then took my iPhone five to the Apple store and said, "I wonder which one I will buy." You know, and stood there with my iPhone five and went, mm-hmm. "That one's a bit bigger." Holy, that one's a lot bigger. That's far too big. And and just kind of stuck with what I knew. And the problem was you uh, I started the comparison always the comparisons with with what I'd already had and actually recently because I had a couple of iPhone 6s and decided to to swap I just got the opportunity to to get an iPhone 6 Plus for a while and, and test it out and as soon as you're not comparing it to another device and and you you le- relearn the muscle memory I've actually realized I can cope really well with the larger screen in ways that I didn't think I would be comfortably stretching, you know, my fingers around the screen and I love the, huge, the big screen. I love the big battery. It's almost completely taken over my, my my tablet use now. The only thing I use my tablet for is to to you know to take um, uh, documents into meetings and things. Now you know a bit less obtrusive than a laptop to, to have a reference document in front of you. But it's just um, you know it's absolutely incredible, and I I have you know now moved to almost an entirely mobile form of working that is single device because actually the phablet is, is good enough to be that, both in terms of the hardware, i.e. Apple make good hardware and I can finally get an Apple phablet, but also um, you know, uh, in terms of suitability for all those tasks I want to do. Well, wow. I mean, I'm, I'm reticent to say I'm wrong. I was wrong. But I'm willing to accept that they're not quite as one-sided an argument as I made previously.
1: Excellent. Well,
2: congratulations and welcome.
1: Thank you. It, it's it's interesting. I think that's part of the kind of the bigger device trend in general. And I was certainly one of those people who said, well, "I don't really want a bigger device. I want something that fits in my pocket." And I, I've gone up to the kind of the five-inch screen size rather than the full tablet thing. But a couple of years ago, five inches would have been gigantic. And I do kind of every now and then get a, a large screen device out. And I've got a fifteen-twenty. There's a Note Note Three kicking around as well as some other tablet uh, devices. And I think um, it's interesting that it's at the high end, because I've seen more people carrying kind of what I'd consider lower cost tablet devices around. And it's exactly what you're describing that tablet replacement scenario. Uh, And I think that's perhaps been underplayed and people aren't quite aware of that. And certainly the idea of just having a single device is pretty attractive. Initially I struggled with the,
0: well, how am I supposed to carry this around? Because it wouldn't fit in a, you know, it wouldn't fit in a jeans pocket, but actually Having, having realized that uh, the current genera- generation of iPhones are slightly too fragile to be carried around in jeans pockets anyway, because they tend to bend, um, which was an annoyance, uh, you know, I've, I've just sort of changed now and it goes in a coat pocket or a, bag a man or, bag. Well, I don't have a man bag, but during most of the day I'm wearing a suit and a suit it fits quite comfortably in
1: a suit pocket. So what you're really saying is it's all right to carry a, a phablet because there are bendy iPhones? I think it's more—it's more a case of having that was a dig from yeah, the Nokia yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: having 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 not having got to the point where I wasn't going to be sticking it in my trouser pocket anyway. It then took one of the reasons away for it, and I realise that's a superficial, silly thing just about the iPhone. But it's interesting how when you're forced to try something different, actually, I found I really quite I really quite liked it in a way that I really didn't anticipate.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a change there. One of the interesting things I just want to mention about apps here is that one of the reasons we haven't seen more of these kind of specialist iPhone 6 Plus apps is because there's still a lot of developers out there developing against iOS 7 for understandable reasons. It's still a big part of the addressable market in terms of the uh, framework for doing those um, scalable UIs isn't as mature in iOS 7 as it is in 8. And so, you know, there's an effort required. So I suspect this is something that's actually going to improve in time, just as has happened with some of the earlier things that iOS has introduced. And so I actually expect this to become a more pronounced difference uh, going forward when we get to the next generation of the iPhone. Okay. All right. So what are you using then? I'm using uh, still the Lumia 830, which I talked about last season as being a device that really caught my attention. I think is that this- because it's orange? Well, it's, it's, yes, it is partly because of the orange, but actually I think this is emblematic of a wider trend in mobile devices in that it's becoming acceptable to carry a mid-tier device. And that also came that, out That's,
0: that's Ray's posh way of saying he's not ashamed. He doesn't need a flagship device. Exactly. it's not a flagship? It, the
1: 830? This is what uh, Microsoft referred to as an affordable flagship, but it's oh, still so a mid-tier so no, device.
0: Just, just to be clear. No, it's not.
1: What's it's the top? Not, what's the top? So... so uh, the, the top of the range is uh, 930. I'd actually argue that Windows Phone is kind of lacking a, a true flagship yeah, exactly. at the moment. I thought that was a proper flagship. But, but you know, this comes in at C flagship episode. 240 pounds or so. So we're talking, <sighs> you know, almost uh, a third of the cost of kind of the equivalent um, iPhone. So to me, that's actually pretty amazing that I've been able to live with it for that long because it's perfectly good enough. The camera's great. The screen's fine enough memory and all of that and I don't notice a performance lag despite the fact it's using effectively a chipset that's a couple of years ago and it is speaking to that whole trend about why do you buy uh, a flagship device but that's not really the device I want to talk about Um, I recently bought a, a Surface Pro 3 which is for those that don't know it's one of the transformer devices that's sort of part laptop part tablet um, it part, does,
0: part car, part robot. Well,
1: well, well that too, of course, um, if you're talking about it. It's flexible kickstand on the back. Uh, it doesn't actually do either one perfectly. Um, as with any hybrid device, there are compromises. But this is, uh, I think, the best... I'll just stop you because I fear I fear Mr. McLeod may be taking the term fle-
0: me- flexible flexible kickstands to its logical and, bra- and, it and, and it breaky conclusion.
2: That's That's pretty, pretty the, cool. the
1: Surface 3 is currently being our, our countdown clock too. Okay. So we don't run over time, but it's taken Microsoft three versions to really nail the hardware on this, and there's still improvements I'd make. One of the big ones was actually the kickstand, which supports you doing kind of the laptop mode, can be put. at a whole variety of angles rather than just having two stop positions so i was properly dubious that the that transformer tablet weren't just a horrible
0: compromise to fill a, a gap you know because apple had done true tablets for want of a better description and android had followed suit and then android had done transformers and this was a way that you could crowbar windows onto a onto a tablet um But, you know, having had my own own revelation recently, I'm prepared to accept that may not be the case. Is it really a separate class or is it just a different type of laptop?
1: Uh, I'm not sure I'm comfortable calling it a separate class because I use it more as a laptop than I do a tablet. Um, It's an ultra-portable laptop, effectively, and the keyboard can just be kind of ripped off. I actually find I use it in three modes, one of which is kind of that traditional laptop with the keyboard, one of which is in tablet, which is effectively a media consumption mode. And then one's actually with the pen that comes with the Surface Pro 3 for doing handwritten notes. And the reason I do that is I just find I remember things better if I handwrite them than if I type them. And you can draw diagrams and various other um, squiggles, highlight things, etc. And we've
0: covered this before. also, you, you know I'm a bit of a, a pen enthusiast and I like, I like, you know, sort of analog writing, but precisely for that reason, because I tend to find if I've taken the trouble of writing something down, it tends to stay in my head for a bit longer but can you does it really work well in
1: pen mode it does yeah well, um, that's the sound a, of mr McLeod just a reattaching the, the keyboard, keyboard.
2: Yeah.
1: um <laughs> yes it's still not obviously up to using a real pen and paper but it's the uh, best kind of stylus experience i've had on any uh, mobile device thank there you there for that's that, that's, that. That's, 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 that's a proper sound there yeah. you go we should really <laughs> start doing a video podcast so that whole demonstration would have uh, would have worked uh, and you can tell that uh, Ewan's you know, kind of got distracted and bored because he started playing with... All- no, I'm not just the distracted,
2: I'm just looking at it. It's quite interesting to see. But I, I wonder if you, um, now you're using a Mac a lot, have you seen much of a difference between the Mac or, um, operating system and this? I
1: was expecting it to be a kind of radical departure and I haven't had this kind of the conversion that people talk about when they switch to Apple. It, yeah, it's different. It does some things better, it does some things worse. It's just not Microsoft. Yeah. Um, it's not Microsoft. I don't actually mind. It, it all gets the job done, and frankly, I'm using very similar applications across devices. You just have to remember to do something slightly differently, but I'm still using often still using a browser, mm. a few utilities. Actually, it doesn't doesn't matter. It feels more similar on the desktop than it does on mobile, where actually I think there's quite a big philosophical differences between the way the various platforms do things. What model did you select? Which version? So this is, that's the i5, which is kind of the upper end of the, the mid-tier it's with 8 gigs of RAM. So it's a very capable laptop on its own. I mean, that's equivalent to sort of the mid-tier kind of um, MacBook Pro, for example. It's not quite i7, but I certainly haven't noticed any slowdown. It's I run... too less, isn't it, Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends. In, indeed. Thank you for Are that. you missing? a bit of mass, but missing two. You
2: know. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah. And you can get the i7 option, but that tends to uh, crank up the fan rather more often if, if you go for that. And I, I, I love the fact that it's quiet most of the time. Does it have a fan in it? It does. Yes. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know if I want my tablet blowing hot air at me. Uh, it's interesting. I very, very yeah. rarely see or hear the fan come on at all on that device. Right, come on then, Mister Sunshine. I've, d- I've discovered
0: phablets. Yeah. Right. Rafe, Rafe has discovered uh, transformers and fallen in love with them. What? 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 Do you, what are you? What have you brought to the group to share?
2: I'm bringing absolutely nothing.
0: So, again,
2: <laughs> right? Now let me be clear. I I just I don't see. Anything. I, thought, I
0: thought nothing was a pretty clear statement. Zero. Zero.
2: I don't see anything interesting. Stop laughing, Blunder. I don't see anything interesting out there that's challenging me beyond. I mean, I'm using an iPhone six. Uh, hearing you talk about the six plus and the battery and the different um, excuse, it's different user um, use cases. That that's had me thinking. Yeah, maybe I should. I was in the Apple Store on Sunday. Uh, having a look, I thought, should I? I think if someone had approached me and said, hey, can we help you? I might have probably bought. You were that close, were you? That all you no, it really, was a bit, just, of, a bit of suggestion. And, a bit of suggestion would probably have pushed me toward yeah, but,
1: it. But I don't see you screaming, take my money and shopping on the Apple store from your iPhone at the moment no, to get no. Ben's recommendation. No,
2: no, I, I'm I'm thinking, do I, yeah, I might I might do it just, just to have lived with it for a little while. Um, and then the Surface, I've been thinking about the Surface um, just because I do like the the, the Microsoft environment in the commercial world is, is still
1: yeah, sadly required,
2: right? You know, And the iPad just doesn't get there, especially when you have to use any of these um, remote access services. You know, if you've got to use Cisco's or... Uh, it is possible on the iPad, but, you know, I, I've, I've sat in too many meetings with really annoying executives tapping away on their rubbish, you know, second-generation iPad. That always annoys me when you see people with second-generation <laughs> iPads. And using... Um, their remote access system to you know on a black and white display because it won't it's not it's not fast enough the connection's not the speed's not fast enough to display anything else uh, and they're busy you know tapping on the start button with and they've bought a little pencil thing you know a, a stylus for the iPad to use it and then they're trying to type in it oh it just winds me up then they get then they get logged out <laughs> and and you can I can see you know around the meeting I'm trying to talk about something important and everybody else is too busy logging back in. Via their iPad into Windows. I think it's just much, it feels much better to actually use something like the Surface. Or I was looking at the Lenovo, the um, YOGO, YOYO, what's Yoga. Yoga. Yoga, yoga. yoga. Yeah. That's right, because the bed is the bed. Bend that's yeah. right. I was thinking about that, um, but, but I haven't. So I haven't of, done anything.
0: There's a lot of thinking about, so not very yes, much. So this. That's,
2: that's the important bit. When I say I've got nothing to offer you in this context, I, <laughs> I haven't actually done any purchasing of anything for what. I mean, the biggest trauma I'm having at the minute is Rafe.
0: Nine seasons of three six one podcast. We finally broke you, and McLeod.
1: Excellent.
2: No, I, um, hey, look. Well, let me just tell you about the iPad, right? So, I made the mistake. I haven't bought the new iPad when it came out. So now, and I get, I said to my wife, "Look, there you go. You you have this one." She's all right, because um, that means I'll buy the new one and justify it to myself and to you. You know, um, I better have the new one. I just I looked at the new one. I thought, oh, I just yeah, I don't really care. And I haven't actually needed to have an iPad on a daily basis for work. I'm just using the MacBook Pro at the moment. Um, so I yeah, I'm a little bit bored right now but i think that'll change don't worry okay well that is a
0: good opportunity <laughs> to try and salvage this podcast then and, and talk about stuff we're excited about coming up because mm. we talked about things we believe in now uh, go on then i'm gonna let you go first because you you your life I'll be, is will be waiting patiently well you're a, a sort of shallow empty shell of a man with no hopes or dreams or aspirations left so this money's burning a hole in my pocket I, I can help you with that see me after yep. okay me too
2: uh okay what, what i'm excited about the the watch i think is exciting right
1: uh, that was predictable wasn't it ben? well
2: it's predictable i also think it's going to be underwhelming um I, i've got to be it's very the life is
1: still going to be empty shallow and meaningless
2: yeah I'll, I'll go and buy I'll, I'll go, but you're i'm no going guys. to commit to buying the shit one oh we're well, we allowed to use that word yeah yeah right what about the people listening in the car with their children
0: oh well then you're gonna have There's an, one awkward, guy an, an awkward journey, journey home okay
2: right okay um Okay, so yeah, the, the, the 300-ish or whatever the, the cheap one is. I think I'll buy edition. that. The, the sports sport. edition. I mean, I'll buy that, right? Because so I'll, I'll try it out and see. Um, I think we're going to have to wait a couple of generations before we see some excitement from Apple, but I think it'll be interesting. So, but I'm keen to see that. I'm also keen to see some of these other devices that um, um, are, are coming onto the market, the wearables in particular that are, are doing, helping you understand yourself, um, understand your, your heart rate, um, oh, it's um, quantified, quantified, self, quantified yeah. self. I like that.
1: It does feel like there's a second or third generation of wearables coming, which are just a bit more mature. They're shrinking down in size. Yeah. The battery life is it's getting, get, it's better. getting better. It's so, getting better, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the Fitbit Surge, for example, which right. now does both the step tracking and your heart rate. And they've kind of tightened up some of the back end of the ecosystem mm. as well.
2: I was thinking, actually, I was just thinking about the Surge um, when I was talking there. Those kind of devices, I think, are getting exciting. I'm particularly excited about the prospect of wiring up the home so you can see what's happening. I just, I, I still want this ability to go, to look at something, look at some status screen somewhere, and I think if you've got children, you'll understand. Um, I just want to know, is everything okay? I want, I want to actually, ideally, be able to look at a screen and see everyone's heart rate is is within normal tolerances. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you want to track your children, do you? So basically, yeah. you're saying you want a Harry Potter Weasley clock. Again,
2: Blandford, you're doing it again. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Only digitally, right? Yeah. I want to know what. Well, I want to know is anything wrong? First of all, right? I want, yeah. So at like two o'clock in the morning, I want to be able to go is everything all right? And, that, and so I have to go through and check the children. I want to make sure a are they physically there? Right? Has anyone kidnapped them? Right. Um, are they are they okay? Um, that that's you know physically 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 within the house boundaries, but also generally like right now are they okay? So um, I mean I've used these services where you can, the wee thing the wee baby um, service where you can dial in and look at your child, check your child's okay. I mean this is not necessarily for me. My wife worries we're we're out. She wants to check they're all right. You know, time um, yeah. for stop looking like that, right? So when you've got children, these things are important.
1: No no I I totally understand that. It's just a really interesting insight into your psyche about the need for reassurance can coming through digital and I, I don't disagree because well, I,
2: t- I take a lot of power from and strength from having the right technology to to assist and, and to and make sure that, that there's information a problem
1: at your fingertips and is ha- actually right, valuable. Yeah. how, how it, do you yeah.
2: see the watch
0: g- helping you with that though that this is more passive awareness of, of stuff is it you know it's always there just keeping you updated
2: yeah I I I can see the the watch the way I've been using the Pebble or other such watches and like the LG watch I the Android Wear one um I think it's great for notification notification and yes or no you know then get out of my way I quite like the idea of um a notification popping up saying we'd like to deliver the package to you today Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. Simple, right? Really good. I have to say I, I do love the idea of what I, th-
0: I think I read the other day with terms of interface less applications, which is where you don't need this big singing dancing app. You, like you say, you just need a yes no. You know, here's a piece of information, yeah. and and that there's that, two options. Yeah, yeah They're, three they're, options. they're yeah. delivered very effectively through yes. through wearables. A uh, colleague has a has an Android Wear the Moto 360 one, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see how how he. Uses it, and it's also interesting to see who's ringing him and um, and and see uh, the time of his next appointment across the room as his wrist lights up. So that, <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the interesting th- thing about that is, I actually think it's not necessarily related to wearables or smartwatches. They're just the most obvious manifestation of this idea of the notification no longer just being kind of on the phone or rather, you know, tied very closely to an app. And I, I see it more as a kind of unbundling of app functionality. We're so used to it being quite singular objects apps. And now things like Google Now, Siri, Cortana, then interactive notifications, stuff and the lock screen are all kind of forwarding this idea that there should be presence of certain small bits of functionality outside the app. Very often with this kind of yes-no decision-based things. And I think the smartwatches are the most obvious ones of that, but that can also be on a band that's just subtly vibrating or, you know, know, some other screen that it's popping up, perhaps on your computer, for example, your laptop. Um, And I am really excited by that.
2: Can I talk about another thing that is exciting me is I'm beginning to see more commerce, more applications for commerce, because I've been banging on about Amazon for a long time and living on Amazon, you know, living on the Amazon app. The minute I need new batteries... 11 o'clock in the morning playing with the children bring out the phone tap tap new batteries already done I really like that but it's it's not really been uh, it's, you've, you've, you're limited to the, the Amazon ecosystem um, or the Zocado or, yeah. or, or shopping as well uh, but I was I was walking across Waterloo Bridge the other day uh, Valentine's Day was approaching and I in the back of my mind I think oh I need to do some flowers because you're romantic like that <laughs> my wife's gone don't you waste any money on flowers anyway um, and I thought uh, I saw
0: which uh, that is that is code for when you buy flowers make sure they're good ones <laughs> don't waste yeah, money
2: yeah. yes or, or just just tell me you've upgraded it to a handbag <laughs> <laughs> um, keep the flowers because um, if you actually add up how much money you spend on flowers you can buy a handbag depending on the type of flowers you're buying and, and I handbag. this is true this is true um, I, I was walking across the bridge I was on Twitter looking to see what you were saying, um, and you weren't saying anything interesting. Um, So Twitter decided to present an advert for Bloomin' Wild. Um, It's one of those kind of Twitter ads saying, hey, would you like to get some flowers ordered through the app? I thought, okay, all right, I'll see how clunky you are. And this is where I I was previously. It would be a rubbish, nonsense experience. So I tapped, it popped up the the app install prompt, yep, um, verified that with Touch ID, down it came. I'm still walking across the bridge. Um, open up the app. Um, there's a special deal, some code that if you can buy some flowers for fifteen quid instead of twenty or whatever, um, and the expender. They're, they're, well, it, that's just that's just the default that they have, um, and they he says backpedalling quick. <laughs> they, um, no, but they post them in a letterbox-friendly box. You see, very smart. Um, and do look at it, Bloom and Wild, right. and they uh, the. App,
1: anyone's wondering Waterloo Bridge is quite long.
2: Yeah, but the, the, the app experience was that good that by the end of the bridge, so I started at the start of the bridge, the end of the bridge, I had ordered the flowers. So I typed in my address, and yes, it was the same address, you know, my credit card, same address, for delivery, so that was a bit quicker. Um, but I actually brought my card and started typing in the details there and then. that That's still a bit annoying. That is a bit of frustration yep. there. But um, there you go, from their ad, straight through to me going delighted and me now telling you about it. Um, and then, by the way, when the flowers arrived, they were magnificent. I mean, really, really cool. Big, long uh, box that does its letters, letterbox size. So it was excellent. Really, really good. And for 15, or I think 20, 20 25 quid, really, really cool to go through your letterbox.
0: Loved it. Ralph Planford. what are you looking forward to? Uh,
1: this is kind of connected to what I was saying earlier, and it's really the rise of properly Useful cross-device experiences. That, that's the man, that that
0: is. There speaks a man who persistently lives on the least popular ecosystem.
1: <laughs> yes, there there is certainly an element of that. But actually, I feel that even you took that with much better grace than that deserved. Even uh, even on you know iOS, you kind of looking at iOS eight and continuity you're starting to see some similar things on Android. And you've talked in the past about the ability to use FaceTime and iMessage and have the cacophony of devices going off. But it's also the fact that this seems to be, I think, connected very much to the cloud, um, but also it's companies starting to do this in ways that actually work in a smart and sensible way. To bring out just kind of two examples, one is uh, WhatsApp having recently launched their uh, web version, which is um not available on iOS yet. Incidentally it is available on Android and Windows phone. Yeah, yeah. Has actually changed the way I use WhatsApp with my uh family, which is how we kind of communicate There's a couple of groups and also um on three six one as well. It's one of the secrets of how we set everything up and perform so flawlessly and seamlessly. Exactly. And I'm writing longer things because I can write it on the computer and actually everything still goes through the phone and all the history is there. And so, I, you know, it, always before when I've been using um, these kind of IM clients, it gets a bit confusing when you use them on multiple devices because they aren't very good at keeping the messages in sync or something goes wrong with the notifications. And um, Skype had that problem for a long while. Actually, it's got a lot better recently. It's much better about roaming across uh, multiple devices. But I was impressed by that. And actually it was just that I found myself using whatever keyboard was closest to me at the time. And sometimes it would be a case of at the desk, use the laptop, walking away, and I'd just get the phone in my pocket and do it straight away. But another example of that is between the Android, and actually it works on iPhone as well now, Chrome with uh, browser tabs and being able to start reading on one device and very easily continue reading on another device. Now, it also works on Windows Phone and desktop Windows with Internet Explorer. And the fact that it will actually support multiple devices, so I'll have it from a desktop, from one laptop, from a tablet, and from multiple Windows Phone devices, which I'm using, and it all just works, and similarly with, uh, with Chrome. It does annoy me that Chrome doesn't isn't available on Windows Phone, and similarly that you can't kind of get it working easily. There's still kind of a mess in the ecosystem. There's no one agreed standard. But I caught myself doing it I thought, actually, it's really interesting. I started reading a document on one device, went to another one, and it's just that kind of ease of use scenario where we've talked for so long about using multiple devices and using whichever one is most suitable for the occasion. It's been a while since this. That, that hasn't really been there. Actually, you've just switched from one device to another yeah. and started the session again. And you're seeing the same thing with apps. And I think deep linking is symptomatic of this, that you can be in an email it will take you into the app, and if you're on your desktop, it will take you into the website, and it all feels like part of the same experience. And it's been a long, long time coming, but I actually think 2015 is the the time which it's now got to the point where I'm noticing myself use it day in, day out, and I suspect other people to start picking on up on that as well.
0: Yeah, just really quickly, and um, I. Just coming back to something you said, Ewan, I'm really looking forward to Apple Pay making it to the UK. Mm. Other, you know, other payment services are available because like you, I am starting to buy more and more from my phone. But the friction of having to enter my credit card details is the thing that fails most often. And
2: addresses as well. And addresses. Of, it. It, you know, it's
0: the thing that fails most often. Not this often, oftentimes because I've fumbled the number and I've put in put it in incorrectly, um, or, or alternatively, um, just because it means I have to register for that parking app. You know, the first time you use it, yeah. and you're in a hurry, whatever. So really looking forward to that. I'm not so bothered about paying for stuff at a terminal, but I think you know, in app payment with you know with all those details held securely would be fantastic. I
1: think Apple Pay arriving in the browser this summer, according yeah. to the schedule, that will be a big, big deal. And I think that's going to shock a lot of the existing payment providers as well. And, and good luck,
0: good luck to them, because actually, it's one of those areas where, frankly, I think Apple have moved things on a pace, and I'm no doubt Google and and, and the other ecosystems won't be too far behind with with those. But I think generally, that those those store details, the time has come. Mm-hmm. And then just sort of one last thing uh, was really for me thinking about sort of. I broadening out sensors in sensors in phones, which is a really grandiose way of saying. Actually, I'm really excited about the capabilities of the camera in my device. I clearly, I take I've I've a new child. I'm taking lots and lots of pictures of the child and sending it to family. But I'm also in now recently in a work environment where we do loads of work on whiteboards and there's lots of documents floating around, all those kinds of things. And I've got a device now that I can. Um, take a picture of a whiteboard or take a picture of a document, scan it, OCR it, um, crop it, de-skew it, clean it up, you know, all in the mobile device in the dedicated app. And it's fantastic. You know, we started to do a a plan on a whiteboard the other day, took a picture of it, kept annotating it on my iPads, shared it around, and it wasn't just a rubbish picture across a room of a whiteboard. It was all skewed. It was all, you know, sort of the aspect ratio was corrected and it was cleaned up. And I'm thinking actually that for me, the camera in my phone is as much about being a scanner as it is about a camera, and you know the the options and the possibilities that 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 holds to the future if you draw that out beyond you know standard 2d documents and things absolutely love that
1: yeah if you think about that whole trend for computational photography it's very traditionally thought about on the consumer side but I actually think it's more powerful on the enterprise side and it's been driven by both the quality of the camera but i'd also say the performance it's that ability to pull it out capture a picture within a couple of seconds and then hop it from one application to another and it comes back to that idea that applications aren't just operating in isolation, they're part of the sharing framework and I use it uh, a lot for that exact use case on, on my Windows phone device with Office Lens, which then sticks it into OneDrive, sticks into the various other places, you know, again cross device and yeah. all of that. And the, but very similar to what you can do on the iPhone. And when when people see that happening and you're actually sending stuff before the meetings end and it's arrived in their email inbox, there is there is quite a bit of amazement. And I think there's a lot more potential for that to go further as well.
0: Well, I don't, when I think about how that could be combined with FaceTime and Skype video, I mean, those are things that have been kicking around a while. But now I'm regularly in meetings where people are Skyping in and they're sat there on a computer at the end of the desk, you know participating in a meeting just as if they were sat in the room yeah. and you imagine then what that could be if you were also then had a sort of a virtual whiteboard or the ability to capture and share documents and pass yeah, around.
1: those kind of pixel sensor, what's now been rebranded the the surface hub, which you actually yeah. the big touchscreen displays in meeting rooms. It's kind of been parts of futurist vision for quite a while now, but it's starting to be possible to see that actually becoming a reality
0: but I, I like the fact now that actually it's the it's the power in the mobile device that means i can capture any picture Absolutely. on any wall with any pen it doesn't need to be a fancy you know touchscreen super whizzy telly uh you know as you as,
1: can throw it up onto a screen five seconds later
0: exactly so uh, yeah so that is exciting me about my day job you know probably says a lot about how hard we've been working recently <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh very interested to hear how, have you had uh, any road to Damascus experiences have you changed your mind I think mm. it's okay to change your mind uh, even if you're you McLeod. so oh, thanks a lot uh, and particularly what are you excited about that's coming down the line we've talked about Apple pay and cameras and sensors and all manner of things but uh, you know is it, are we are we going through a period of stability and 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 uh, and uh, what's the what's the word? Iteration. I was thinking more consolidation. There you go. That was the word I was I was thinking of. Or actually, uh, are, are, are wearables really going to shake things up? So uh, let us know your views. As ever, interested to hear. And uh, since we're going out just after Mobile World Congress, we uh, people may even have some uh, more current examples to throw back at us as ever you can find us um, 361podcast.com on the web where you can also fill in a form send us an email if you'd like to give feedback privately you can leave a comment below wherever you hear this or you can find us on twitter at 361podcast.com no at 361podcast Mm. there you go lots of love thank you very much for listening and we'll be back next week bye bye